0: I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Darius, Mavericks are NBA champions. Bang! Bang! It's good! And the Mavericks have won the game! Thank you, Luka! Thank you, and uh, Luka is on the way. Yeah, um, ask him to... something about me. Uh, first question, uh, how to play with Boban? Second question, why he stole one block from him? Third question, well, and ask, you I, him ask him why he didn't know. score one, one, uh, one point go. for him, triple-double. <laughs> Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead and joining me, as always, my co-host contributor at Mavs.com. The Harden homeboy, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? What about that winning streak? The Mavs are streaking. What a day.
1: In a a good way, the Mavs are streaking. (laughs) Christoph Sporzingis is back and looking good. This This is fun. This is fun for the Mavericks right
0: now. What a, What a wild day in basketball, uh, in, in a good way. Three more games were postponed due to COVID. That wasn't good. That wasn't a good thing. But it's like,
1: how are you gonna segue that? Yeah, the
0: hard the Harden trade happens, and we'll get into that in the third segment. We'll talk about that. But just to let you guys know, we are going to get into the Dallas Mavericks win over the, uh, over the Charlotte Hornets. The revenge game. They got their revenge finally. Uh, 104 to 93. The Dallas Mavericks win. Christoph Porzingis makes his debut. Luka Doncic almost goes for a triple double. We got some good Tim Hardaway minutes. We got some Josh Green minutes. Some good Josh Ooh, Green minutes, if you're interested in that. So, eyebrow raise. A lot of good stuff from this game, obviously. The Mavericks, I'm going to start here. Third best defensive rating in the National Basketball Athletic Association of America, plus one in Canada, according to Cleaning the Glass. Number three defense, Isaac what the hell where did this team come from there's just something
1: about when you have somebody in your life who just talks that crap and (laughs) they talk it and they talk it and talk it and then when they back it up you're like man you're legit like you're an authentic legit person and the mavericks talk that crap so much at the beginning of training camp (laughs) and of we're gonna be a defensive team we're gonna get better defensively all of this stuff and they're backing it up. And you know we talked about it on yesterday's podcast. Go back and listen to it. We did 10 things we've learned about the Mavericks in the first 10 games. And one of the points we brought up about them winning different ways. And this was another game. And now, last year, I'll bring up the stat again. Last year, the Mavericks held their opponents under 100, 100 points or less 15 times, just 15 times all year. This year, after tonight, Tell me. After ten games, Tell they've me. already done it five times already, Ooh. and each time has resulted in a win. They're backing up their talk, and this is a, a new new look Mavericks team, but they're still going to be potent offensively too.
0: And we're going to get to Kristaps Porzingis. He had, a, I think, he had a pretty big effect on the defense. I mean, when you just when you have Kristaps Porzingis and Willie Colley Stein both starting, and you have a, you play against a team like the Hornets who just they have these small guards, and then they have these wings, and they don't have bigs. Like they don't have bigs to box out the Maverick, like the Mavericks in that sense, and so they don't have bigs to get in the paint or set screens. Or you know, it's just they just didn't have a lot basically in this game. They, the only big they really played was Bismack Biyombo. P.J. Washington, Miles Bridges are kind of their other bigs. Uh, so that was the only guy. And Bismack, if you don't know, he's like six six nine. Like he's like James Johnson size. So they just didn't have a lot of bigs. They Mavericks were able to take advantage, but where the defense really starts for me, is Luka. I mean, we've talked about Luka's oh, defense, yeah. his improved defense, and last year we talked about how Luka is an average defender. He wasn't, you know, he's not Trey Young, but he's also not Ben Simmons. He's somewhere in the middle of those two. And now he's like almost a plus defender, right? <laughs> I think he he is a plus defender. He had four blocks in this game, two steals. And Luka, the, the improvements that he's made... It, it's just like awareness. It's just being aware of where you are, thinking through. There's just something clicked with him so far defensively, just getting steals. I think maybe he took took the mindset of, all right, what would I do offensively? Or what, what do I think they're going to do offensively? Trying to think ahead. And I'm going to anticipate that. And so he had some blocks uh, he had some blocks in this game that were just awesome. Like there's the block, and I think both you and I both tweeted it out. The the, the highlights. If you want to go follow at Nick Van Exit, at Isaac L. Harris on Twitter. Um, Luca was chasing around Gordon Hayward. He came around. Gordon Hayward came around a screen at the on the right wing, and Luca chased him around. Had the effort too to to chase him around and block him from behind. Gets the ball, goes all the way to the other end, and then you know dishes uh, to Josh Green for that alley oop and transition. Like. That is what makes winning basketball, and that is what makes a team one of the best defensive teams in the NBA so far this season. Luka fighting through that screen, getting back, recovering, having the presence of mind to know, like, all right, where is Gordon Hayward going to put this ball and blocking it? And it's the game slowing down for Luka. Could we have thought that the game would slow down anymore for Luka, right? Like, even after his rookie year, the game seemed slow for him. His second year, the game seemed slow for him. This year, now defense seems slow to him. He is he is able to get the, the presence of mind to get some of these plays. The swipes that he's ha, he has on, like, even the ones the, that are The Dirk swipes. The Dirk swipes. Exactly. The Dirk swipes. Jokic does this really well. These swipes, he's he's getting them, and they're not even all steals either. They're just, you know, swipes that, that stop a, a possession, which is basically the same thing, right? Like, he doesn't get credit for it, but he should. It's the stuff that doesn't show up on the box score. And I've been thoroughly impressed. He, he has really stepped up, and. He's still not as fast as everybody, but the the swiping and neither was Dirk, right? But he no. Dirk was able to be a solid defender because of that.
1: You know, I I, I joked about this on Twitter uh, during the game, but this is this is the new test. This is the new do you watch basketball test? Do you actually watch the games? Because there's a narrative behind it that. I mean, somebody, I feel like we see these videos or tweets or people, national people, national games. You see this sometimes where a national guy calls a game and they're like, yeah, the question is for Luca, will he be good on defense as his career? I'm like, all right, well, you're clearly not watching these games. And somebody just tweeted us this morning and said, Hey guys, have y'all seen this video? And it was another YouTube montage and highlight thing of like Lucas defense. Is it that bad? That's holding it back. This is the, this is the new test. It's like, if you watch these games, if you watch the Mavericks play basketball, you watch Luca play basketball, you know that he's not a bad defender. He's not at all. And that started probably the bubble, maybe a little bit before the bubble uh, before the league shut down, but especially at the beginning of the season. And I thought one of the coolest things was after the game to Tonight, you know, Rick and him were talking about it and going back to them preaching this gospel message of we're going to be better defensively. How it starts with Luca. He is the leader of this team. I'm writing a piece on this right now, I've been working on it for a few weeks. I've been working on it for a while. But it starts with Luca and he knows that if they're going to be better defensively as a team, the leader needs to be busting his butt and being better defensively himself. And he's doing that. And I think it does set the tone. Rick said that tonight. It sets the tone when the leader like Luca is out there playing defense like he is. It sets it for the whole team. And Luca, Luca knows that too, and he acknowledged that. So I, I thought that's really, really cool. And a really cool sign as him for a leader.
0: Or Carlisle said the best players set the tone, right? And yeah. look no further than to, to go down the highway, right? And look at what's going on with the Houston Rockets Woo! right now, right? Like, I mean, the best player sets the tone there too. and you, He set that tone. He saw where that took him. Uh, after the game, Luca said, if you want to win a championship, you have to be the best on defense. If you don't have defense, you're not going to achieve anything. That is the mindset that this Mavs team has, has gotten. And do I think they're an elite defensive team? Well, they are missing their three best defensive players, and they still had a really good defensive night. But when everybody gets back, if everyone has this mindset, they could be a, an elite defensive team. Shot blockers like Willie Cauley-Stein, Porzingis, you have wing defenders, Dorian and, and Josh Richardson. You have Maxi, kind of a, a you know a Swiss Army knife doing everything uh, all over the place on defense. Luca trying hard and, and getting out and loose balls and all that kind of stuff. This team could do something defensively and it's been uh, it's been pretty awesome to see. That's been the, the biggest development We should have if we did our 10 things we learned, one of them would have been this team can defend and what yeah. uh, would we'll, we'll like I'd like to see it against a couple more good opponents like against a couple of playoff opponents, but they uh, teams are all over the place right now. It's hard to get a gauge on on a lot of teams right now. but this is what the Mavericks have done. We're, we're excited about it there's so much more to be excited about well coming up let's just get into more of this game there's so much to, to talk about get into Luca's almost triple double Kristaps Porzingis the return we have yeah. to talk about that we have to get into that so we'll talk about that coming up but before we do Isaac Harris this time of year you're probably making resolutions we've talked about fitness we've talked about you know getting in shape we've talked about eating better But don't neglect the single most important thing, your mind. Mental health should always be part of your self-care plan this year. You owe it to yourself to try Headspace. We've talked a lot about, you know, being in the right mindset. We've talked a lot about, you know, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like you're stuck, or if you're feeling, um, man, if you're just feeling down, basically that you can talk to us, for sure, 100% you can talk to us. But sometimes you just need some help in some of these daily things. And Headspace is going to give you that help. It's the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation throughout clinically validated research. This stuff has actual backing to it. Headspace approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. So try Headspace. Headspace, it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash that's headspace.com slash locked on NBA for a free one month trial. Try it for a month. Go try it every night. If you're if you're having a hard time going to sleep, if you're having moments of anxiety, go try it out. Uh, headspace.com slash locked on Get a free month trial with access to Headspace full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash locked on NBA today. And also Brought to you by rockauto.com. There's all kinds of places that you can get parts for your car. You could be searching all day to try and find the exact part that you need. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. And there's just so many hoops to jump through. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or even an account. You could just go in and check out as a guest. I always love that. Like don't don't ask for my information. Just just let me buy the thing and let me move on. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, their prices are always reliably low. Same for professionals and do it yourselfers, like we said. So, why would you want to go to some of these stores, spend all this time and do all that for a part that you can get at rockauto.com? Go there, see the parts available for your car or truck, write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Again, write in locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and you want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and the National Basketball Association, Athletic Association of America, Locks, all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac, Kristaps Porzingis, he is back. He played 21 minutes, 16 points, four boards. Two blocks. He was plus one, four of nine from three. He hit a step back three that made my heart mm. like sing, sore. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. What did you think about Porzingis' return? I
1: thought he looked good. I mean, uh, you know, he came in, he started with, you know, Willie Colley Stein. Uh, he stepped right into the maxi role for the most part as a stretch four. And, you know, he took uh, questions about it. I would expect an article from Tim McMahon uh, at some point in the <laughs> near future about how the Mavericks are going to be playing. Uh, poor Zingas, uh whether it's at the four or the five and you know I thought both of their answers were really uh, intriguing about that especially Ricks just on uh, you know KP playing the four alongside another big and you know just watching him the space that he brings that you know putting him in that corner and you know I think Devin which by the way, we haven't talked about it enough. Devin Harris is doing an incredible job for Fox Sports Southwest. It's cuz I haven't uh,
0: seen him. We haven't talked about it enough. Oh I've seen he's, him on there cuz I don't he's, Fox Sports Southwest. A lot I lot was going
1: to I was going to send out a tweet saying Devin greater than said, but I thought that would be too oh, mean. Oh,
0: come on. You know we love said. <laughs> said I know.
1: Yes, we do. We do love said. But anyway, you know, uh, Devin was talking about KP and it made me think about as KP ages, which we're far away from that. But Devin said, you know, as he comes back, he said he's always going to have a shot he said, you know, we'll see him get, you know, his driving and all this stuff. And it's just a reminder that as KB gets older, he's always going to be a marksman. He's always going to be able to put him in a corner on the three-point line and shoot the lights out of the ball. And yeah, I, I thought his shot looked amazing at what?
0: If only we had some experience with a big man that would age and <laughs> something of his game would never leave him and would continue to be effective late and long into his career. If only we had that experience. If only
1: we, if only if we only. had that. If only he was European. <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah, I thought KP, you know, he, he only played, you know, 21 minutes tonight. He mentioned that after the game, uh, that I, the minute restriction kind of threw him off a little bit.
0: I loved his quote after the game. He was asked, you know, he at the end, he missed a couple of shots and he seemed like he was rushing some things. And he was asked, you know, did, did, was it fatigue or what did you feel at the end of your, your minutes basically there? He said, well, I knew I was on a minutes restriction. So it kind of threw me off because I was just trying to do as much as I could in those minutes. <laughs> First of all, it's like I'm so appreciative of that honesty that he's like, man, it really threw me off. He'd just see the, the the timer in his head, like, all right, one minute left, two minutes, you know, two yeah. minutes left, five minutes left, and he's like, all right, if I want to get to this point amount, I gotta hit this many shots. And it's like, I wonder if he has certain um, averages he wants to hit this year, and he's like, well, I can't start off, you know, scoring like nine points, right? That's gonna really throw off my averages.
1: <laughs> well, Har- Harp had a line one time. He said. He's like, well, that boy really is confident in that <laughs> shot. And he took like <laughs> a turnaround. Harp's
0: thing is one thing you can't say about him is he's not confident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I, thought he,
1: I thought he looked just fine in the 20 minutes that he played. He had that step back three that was – yeah off balance just what is going on he had that play against against miles bridges that i just laughed so hard that you could see miles Ooh. bridges he gets turned around then he like kind of does a moonwalk and then he just puts his head down after kp lays it up i just laughed
0: porzingis in the right corner gets the ball kind of fakes he doesn't pump fake. he kind of like like jukes like left and right and then Miles Bridges kind of falls for it and, and jumps at him, like he said. And then Porzingis drives right baseline. Miles Bridges gets turned around and so he goes the wrong way. And then Porzingis has already gone back into the middle and finishes back, you know, at the rim, basically with both hands at the rim. he lo- he looks so funny when he drives because he's just so big. The dude is seven foot three and he turned around Miles Bridges, who's supposed to be like this wing defender. Yeah. It's <laughs> so man, seeing him, it was uh it was I was really glad to see him. What, that, what did and you to see him good? What did you think see about him the play well.
1: him him and him and Willie together? Because I I thought defensively it was wild to see different possessions in which the Hornets tried to drive or whatever, and to see both of those guys gave me a seven three another seven footer and Willie a five they're blocks both,
0: between the two of them.
1: Yeah, they're both great weak side. You know, helps out however you want to word that. Uh, you know, blockers too. I it does bring a rim presence that is is intriguing for sure.
0: When's the last time the Mavericks had twelve blocks in a game? Uh, I
1: don't know. Two thousand eight? No, I don't know.
0: Uh, I think that Kristaps and, and and Willie, like, they're gonna look good against a team like Charlotte. I'm nervous about them against a team with actual bigs. Right? This team doesn't have yeah. actual bigs. They have Bismack Biombo. Nah. And then they have P.J. Washington, who's like a stretch. Disrespect four. and beyond. Though. They he's not right. Even though Locked On Hornets, they complain about him all the time and say he has the worst hands in the NBA. I'm I'm worried about them against a team like the Pelicans if they're going to go up against them, or a team like I mean the Lakers. But uh, there's there's not a ton of teams out there like that, but there are teams with with bigs that they're going to really struggle against, which is when I think they put in Maxi instead. And yeah, but but seeing those two guys together, see that they can play like that. To see Luca play with space, oh, it was like a dream again, right? To see Porzingis stretching the floor for him. It was uh, it was pretty awesome to, to see to, him on to
1: see to see a center pull down rebounds. Fourteen boards for Willie tonight. That was <laughs> nice to see.
0: To see a center get boards. That's nice. <laughs> and to credibly shoot the three.
1: No, but I mean, at halftime, I I joked about it. But at halftime, Willie didn't score a point, and he had nine rebounds. And uh, all right, let's go! Like the you know, our center has uh, has has boards, and he's he's getting rebounds and stuff. So, I liked it. I'm where you're at with it. I think it worked against Charlotte. I think it. I think it could work as a starting combination. I just don't think that combination will finish a lot of games, especially no. if you have the ability to put Maxi out there. Uh, you quote tweeted somebody tonight, a national guy, I forgot who it was, who said, you know, it, when Dallas gets Maxi back, they could really take it our off. Our boy Dave Dufour. Oh, Dave Dufour, let's go! Uh, but no, I mean, you put Maxi in there, then all of a sudden you have shooters, you know, galore, Every, everywhere on the floor. You have shooters, so. I, I think it was just a solid, you know, going back before the New Orleans game was postponed. You, me, and you were talking about Porzingis, and on this pod, you're like, "Is this the best game for him to come back?" And because I think you were wanting him to come back against Charlotte. Yes. And he came back against Charlotte. He looked great. The team yep. looked great. And now we're riding this momentum as we go into Milwaukee on Friday. And I mean, I don't know who, who's going to guard Giannis. You know, if if Maxi's out. Uh, Dorian, yeah, I don't want to talk about that, but <laughs> if, uh, yeah, we'll see who's available on Friday.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things to figure out before Friday. Uh, so coming up, we're gonna get into the James Harden trade. We'll talk about that, how how just basically our reaction tomorrow. We're gonna get into our full reaction to the trade, what it means for the Mavericks, if they could get into a PJ Tucker trade situation, what the Rockets look like, are the Rockets just out of our out of the Mavericks' way? Victor Oladipo was also somehow in the deal. That's a big target for the Mavericks and free agency. So we're going to talk about that. All that we'll get to tomorrow. But coming up, let's get into our reaction to the James Harden trade. And maybe we'll talk about this game a little bit more. There's still a bunch of other stuff. We might have some bonus time at the end. So get into all that coming up. But before we do, Isaac Harris, bet online. Right now is the one place that you want to go if you are looking to bet on NFL games. All kinds of NFL games coming up. Uh, this weekend, you can get in on the action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Bet online. Go check out some of the lines right now. Go check out some of the lines for the NFL games. Right now, Your Ravens, Isaac. Oh, let's go. Give it to me. Saturday night. Giving two and a half points. They are not favored against the Bills. Mm. So if you if you think the Ravens are going to win straight up, you take those yeah, Ravens. We are. Take those odds. And then uh, I'm can, taking that. You could win some money. Go ahead. Go to online right now. Oh, Ravens taking that game Saturday night. We got this. <laughs> against the Bills. Bills will look shaky.
1: They're, they're a good team. I am worried. But I think we beat them, and then we face the Chiefs. But Oof. I don't want to say my confidence is high. Well,
0: Chiefs. Chiefs play the Browns. Let's not put them past the Browns yet. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Don't sit on the sidelines. Like I said, get in on the action. Go bet that. If you're feeling like Isaac and the Ravens are going to beat the Buffalo Bills, take those points, two and a half points. That's all they have to cover. So if they lose by one, you still win. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON. Receive a 50% welcome bonus. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. If you want to get basketball smart, it starts with listening to the Hollinger and Duncan podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, NBA analytics pioneer and front office insider. John Hollinger joins Dunked On Podcast host and like league pass, like play-by-play announcer, all of a sudden on my league pass, it's like Nate Duncan and Danny LaRue says it on my league pass when I hit the button. Crazy. Bring you scouting reports and game breakdowns and salary cap analysis. Subscribe to Hollinger and Duncan today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac Harris. James Harden was traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Wow. There's a thousand emergency pods. This is ours, I guess. <laughs> um, there's You can go listen to Locked On Rockets, Locked On Nets, Locked On Pacers. They all will have the local angle that they'll know a lot more than us about this. But what's your reaction as a Mavs fan?
1: Well, I mean, I guess it started the night before uh, with his comments after the game. I mean, once you saw that and you saw John Wall and them, timer started.
0: The the, the real timer started. Didn't feel because we had uh, we I had a poll I put out a week ago to the to the NBA host that was, "Do you think James Harden will be traded by the end of January?" And like almost sixty percent of you guys said yes that he will be traded by the end of, or no said no that he won't be traded. And so a lot of people thought that he wouldn't, like the majority thought that he wouldn't. Oh, that, no. Shared that out again and was like, okay, what do you guys think about this now? About a week later. And they're like, nah, he won't get traded. And then James Harden's comments happened that day. And then the next day he was gone. I mean, this stuff, this stuff moves fast, Houston man. played
1: with fire, though. They played with fire. They knew he wanted out. They yep. kept him. They said they were wanting to get uncomfortable. It worked. And,
0: <clears throat> What? Kinda. I mean, they, they got four picks in the swaps, and they got, I guess well, they got we, Okay, Karis, we can though.
1: talk... We, yeah, we can talk about the package, but like, I, yeah, I thought they play with fire. And as the weeks went along, he kept on going to lubies, and it just, it, he just kept on jell Yeah. And, and it's like, here we are. And I thought his comments, let's say post game, were just cheap shots. And that's, like, you don't, have, that's you don't have to do that crap. I, I yeah. wouldn't
0: want a player like that on my team.
1: And player that was, GM. I was legit pissed off for Steven Salas having to go through that yeah. crap then. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, man, this kind of sucks for him uh, through all of this until that moment. And I'm like, nah, now I'm pissed for him. But yeah, and so I, I mean, I feel like we all knew it's going to be today or tomorrow. Once that crap went down, then he didn't you know, they told him not to come to practice. And <laughs> I guess the Brooklyn angle, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was happy you went to the East, but there was still just a side of me. And you can, I don't know, call me old school or old man, get off my lawn or whatever you want to say. But <laughs> I just don't like when uh, the situation like this, we have another player that gets this way. And especially yeah. if he goes and wins a title with Brooklyn. Now we have Anthony Davis, 2.0, Anthony Davis. We've talked yeah. about all that. He wind and all that stuff, got it out of new Orleans, got to the place he wanted. And then it worked. And it's like I know he didn't do all the exact things that Harden did. Say
0: which one do you think was worse? No, Harden's was worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But but still, it's like it worked for AD. And now, dang. what if it works for Harden? And it's like, well, dang, here's the blueprint. You know,
0: it's Pavlov's dog, right? It's like you like you, you say that. All right, I'm gonna you, you get this star is gonna get traded. So another star is like, oh, I could get traded. Another star gets traded. Oh, I could get traded. Then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, it's time for me to get traded. I'm gonna get traded. Or it's like uh positive reassurance. What's the thing with your dog with positive reinforcement?
1: I don't know. Or you have I to, just end, love like, my you, dog.
0: like you give them a treat if they do something right. It's like, Oh my, so my dog, I'm trying to do this with him. I don't want him to jump on our front door to go outside. Right. And so yeah. he jumps on the front door and I, I'm like, no, don't do that. And so then he walks up to the door and stands next to it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to let you out. James Harden's been jumping on this door for th- three months, right? <laughs> Two months or however long. Yeah. And they just let him out. Right. And they, they, St- kept him in for a little while, but yeah, the whole. So thing- did you like
1: the return? Did you like the return for Houston?
0: I mean, they got four first round picks. They got they got one from Cleveland, I think, too, which is that one's that that pick that pick could be.
1: Good. Oh they, no, I think well, I think they Cleveland owned Milwaukee, so they got Milwaukee's first. I don't think Cleveland got it. Oh, gave that was that, the a,
0: that was the Milwaukee pick that they got. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, Kane Pittman said that in our chat. So so they got four picks, and then they
1: got four pick swaps, right?
0: Four picks, yeah, the swap. Um so they 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 have the no four control. Brooklyn pick swaps, three Brooklyn first rounders, the Milwaukee first Oladipo, yeah. Dante Exum, and Kurucs. So Oladipo is a free agent after this year. I don't care what Houston thinks. Is he gonna re-sign there? Like.
1: I was going to say, I seen this going around a little bit that this takes Oladipo off of the market for any team, including Dallas, because we've talked about him so much on this pod. We'll talk nah. more about it tomorrow, but I don't think you can write anything in stone with that because, no. yeah, one, we you don't can't know. can write it in
0: Raphael Stone, is that what you just said?
1: <laughs> um, it's Tillman, so you can't put anything about yeah, Tillman. for, for sure. Let, let's just say Oladipo has an incredible year. Is Tillman going to pay him a max contract? I don't know. We don't know. Will Oladipo want to play and sign a contract with Tillman and moving forward? What if they just crash and burn this year and they don't make the playoffs and you have teams like the Mavericks or whoever it's sitting there saying, we'll offer you the same amount of money. Come play with us and actually be a good basketball team. So I don't I don't think it's set in stone that Oladipo is off the market for 2021 at all.
0: Thank the basketball gods for loyal listener of the podcast, Mark Cuban. Because <laughs> you just look yes. down down the highway at, at Houston, and all of a sudden, if you have an owner like that, it just it puts your franchise in a constant state of flux.
1: So yeah, okay. So for like Brooklyn,
0: are you in or out on this, I don't or know what to make of this team? Because this is it's not, fun, it's entertaining, oh, it's super fun, <laughs> it's super fun, it's really interesting. Three like really weird personalities to put together. <laughs> Kyrie and Durant together by themselves was weird. And are now they together? All this- <laughs> now, now, all of a sudden, you bring in James Harden there. I think it's a better fit than if he would have gone to Philly and had to play with Joel Embiid. But him and Durant will be fine together. They like they go well together. But put Kyrie yeah. in that mix, and that's like, who's the in the, the hocus pocus? Who's that that th- that one sister that thinks she's the leader and she's just bosses everybody around?
1: Are you talking about Sarah or Mary?
0: The one that thinks she's the leader and bosses everybody around. Who's the the main one? That's what Kyrie thinks he is, and he's not
1: okay he's what well, would it be a crazy take to say he's not on the roster after the trade deadline Kyrie, on yeah.
0: bet on bet online they have a line that said when will Kyrie play his next game and it was like january 18th before or after that and uh john kraus and i were talking about it and i was like man i am definitely taking the after because first they have to do this investigation about this whole birthday thing and all yeah. that kind of stuff that he was at and second like what if he gets traded like in two days? Then he never plays for Brooklyn again. So, well, I, would, I was texting I you joking.
1: I was like, maybe Kyrie's not with the team because he knows his name is in the trade yeah. talks, and now he's pissed. And it might he's still just be. Like... <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, yeah, I I think they're going to be an incredible team. And My I would lean the direction of if they wanted to play together, then they know the sacrifices that has to be made. And. I, I fully expect Carden to go to Brooklyn. He's going to get in shape. And I think they're going to be a dominant team. You know, you posted today, uh, you know, on the locked on NBA counts, like, does this make the Nets the title favorites or come to come out of the East? And I'm like, it doesn't change anything for me because I already had them coming out of the East for me. Yeah. They're already favorites for me. Uh, I think the bigger question is, does this hurt their chances? But uh, I I tend to never – I don't buy into the the one ball thing. I just never have. I didn't buy into it when people were trying to say that about Golden State. I don't buy into it now. I think there's enough to go around.
0: It's It's not about the one ball for me. It's about there's one guy that can be the number one guy. Not even about the ball. Just mostly for this team, especially about the mentality of who's the number one guy. Kyrie was like, oh, I didn't have anybody in Cleveland or in my past places that could hit a clutch shot, right? Like. And yeah. he thinks he's the number one guy and thinks that he could be, you know, could lead a team, and that's why he wanted out of Cleveland. and didn't want to play with LeBron anymore. And then all of a sudden, he goes to Boston, and thinks he's going to be that, and then now he connects with KD. And I don't know, I don't know what's going on with Kyrie, but him and Harden, like, I, I just can't even imagine them playing well together. Just the different mentalities. The it'll
1: be fun offensively. Oh, I think it'll, yeah, be a, it'll be. I think it'll, yeah, be a blast. it'll be fun.
0: But when push comes to shove, that's like a new Clippers for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i think they'll be good I, I mean yeah i think they'll be fine defensively I, just get them to the playoffs and I, i'll be uh they'll be fine march 3rd brooklyn nets go to houston to play the rockets uh boogie christian revenge
0: Wood. for who boogie's gonna get kicked out of the game in two minutes christian it's just Wood, gonna be
1: i think it's gonna be a lot of fun just to see
0: destroyed by kd
1: Will there be animosity towards uh, towards James Harden? But you know, Houston walks out of this. They trade Harden, and they don't get their young piece. You know, they they've been talking about how they wanted a Ben Simmons, they wanted a Michael Porter Jr., a Tyler Hero, something like that. They didn't they didn't get that. You know, so they they get the eight control of basically eight picks, uh, and that's the the main part of this. And then you take the flyer on Oladipo, and let's see what happens with Oladipo. But you know they got a hit on some of these picks and yeah. or else yeah there's James Harden
0: and if these guys stay right one of the things that locked on nets brought up is that what does this mean about Kevin Durant's next contract right does he stay mm. there long term and does this mean that they they keep him longer because all of a sudden if he doesn't stay like re- remember all these picks are spread out because you can't trade picks in consecutive drafts so some of these picks this could be the Billy King saga all over again, right? Oh, for team, sure, yeah. It's obviously not as bad. The players are better in this in this trade, but their contracts are shorter. So you might be getting the same amount of production you got from those, you know, the, the Kevin Durant, Paul Pierce, you know, was it Jason Terry in that trade too? Like you, you might be getting the same amount of production because it's only one or two years you're keeping these guys.
1: And I've seen some people throw out there the Giannis stuff of, man, Giannis is signs the extension. Now there's this super team of these three all-stars. They joined this Eastern Conference team. And now Giannis, poor Giannis, he's going to have to go against these guys. And I'm just going to say.
0: Just focus on you, man.
1: I'm just going to say this. There might have been a past, you know, storyline in which a great player went through a superstar um, big three to win a title. and in their um, first year. Yeah. So, shout out to Dirk.
0: Man, how many 2011 references could we bring up in one pod? We're 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 throwing them down today. I love it. I love it. The the Lavar Oladipo thing was like
1: one of the peak moments for NBA Twitter. <laughs> I just started laughing. I'm like, no way, what's going on? And uh, yeah, I thought that was crazy. I guess it's a money thing for uh, for Indiana. You know, they don't. I did. I don't know. Sure, go listen to Tony East uh, yeah, if you those believe guys in Lavar.
0: Pacers, they'll figure that out.
1: Is Levert the player Oladipo is? I don't think so, but if you're going to lose Oladipo for nothing, this is a great
0: consolation, consolation
1: prize, prize in a Levert who's locked in under contract.
0: The thing I don't get is uh, the, the Jared Allen thing. Like The Rockets basically got Milwaukee's first for Jared Allen. Yeah. Oh, I think I would might have rather had Jared Allen. But...
1: Just keep Jared Allen at that yeah. point. <laughs> but they have Boogie.
0: And they have Christian Wood.
1: Yeah, I would have kept Jared Allen. Cleveland just comes in from the top rope and just gets Jared Allen from basically nothing. Prince. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, and we'll talk more about this tomorrow. But then everybody started tweeting about Andre Drummond, and
0: <laughs> nah, we're good. Got Willie <laughs> and Boban. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and Boban.
0: Oh man, guys, there you go. Well, uh, oh, actually, let's go. Let's let's circle back because we're we're a little early. Circle back to what the game. Is there any other thoughts about this game? Because we we talked all about. Josh Green played well. We talked. (laughs) 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 That's all you got. All you can muster for me in this win? Nate Hinton gave
1: a thumbs down to Luca's layup. I thought that that was was hilarious. Great
0: great moment. I'll definitely put that at the end of the podcast, probably.
1: Luca's like, I'll send you to Frisco so fast.
0: Uh, Tim Hardaway. Again. Three threes.
1: Ooh, see the three. He did or it eight. again.
0: He only hits eight or three threes. That's the only that's the only time he hits threes. Luca, five of nine from three in this game. Awesome. Love that. Mm. That's good for him.
1: I love James Johnson's minutes. I mean, I feel like it's a broken record every time we Stuffed talk the on the statute,
0: James Johnson.
1: Oh, that dunk he had on the baseline was incredible. Nice. They had a play. Uh, I tweeted out at one point. It Boban, was one of my favorite.
0: Listen, to Bob on top of the key. Yeah, and then it I love was like it. it was like a give and go to, to Luca. Luca gets the ball, and then he just quick draws the defense and passes to James Johnson, who cuts from the corner. Oh, that was a great play. It's
1: like a one handed reverse layup. Yep. It was amazing. Um, Wessi Wandu struggled.
0: Wessi wandu is moving too fast for his own good.
1: I joked with Nick that if y'all played high school basketball, you had that like running back that was on the football team, but he also played on the basketball team. And once wide he...
0: receiver, probably was yeah. not playing running back for anybody.
1: True. But for us, it was a <laughs> running back and we we would put him in and they're like, you just like, hey, just go run and just do your thing. And they would like run faster than the ball. As they're like trying to dribble, yeah. or they would just like be too physical, or try to drive, and there's like and all this stuff, and like sometimes it would work out, and like great hustle, great everything, and sometimes you're like, whoa, 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 hold on, what are you doing? Slow down. And that's the vibe I get from a Wando. <laughs> <laughs> Do you rather have JJ? Stop it.
0: <laughs> we got so yeah, some good Josh Green minutes. I thought he had some really good boards. The guy just he's all he's all over the place, and you appreciate that with him on. Once oh, no. the other
1: guys come back, he won't play. But for the minutes <laughs> that he got tonight, he he did, he did well. Actually, that was a point on yesterday's pod when you asked me, do you have any more about uh, things we've learned? And one of the points I had on there that I forgot to say was, the rookies are just not going to play. And... No, I mean yeah. typically for Rick, he, he he leans towards not playing those guys, but especially for these guys who've just been thrown into the whole NBA experience with nothing basically leading up, leading up to that, they're just out of the rotation. And especially really when forny you know Finney Smith and Richardson and you know those guys come Johnson, back, Maxie Dwight. Yeah, I mean he's not gonna he's not gonna play. But this is what you want to see when you have minutes and you have the opportunity to play, make the make the most of it. And I thought he did tonight.
0: I appreciate his willingness to pass and make good passes. This is something we knew after the draft, but it's good to see it. It's good to see he finally connected with Willie on a <laughs>
1: – Hey, finally, yeah. <laughs> finally he did. connected
0: with him. All right. Uh, that's all we got, I guess, for this game. Um, yeah. guys, Monk
1: is still in the league. <laughs> I didn't know that. Poor Malik. The Martin twins, can we, just real quick. Which Martin twins threw innocent. down
0: that dunk in, like, garbage time, and they were already going to lose, and he, like, <laughs> bellowed out this scream. Which is that? Was that Caleb or Cody? Probably Caleb. <laughs> um,
1: the Martin twins think that they're the the Morris twins, when really they're the Olsen twins.
0: <laughs> or the, uh, the the twins from Sweet Life, right? Zach and Cody, their last name was Martin. <laughs> Cody Martin, it already fits.
1: These guys one of them, I don't even know who did but they, they tried to talk crap to Luca after his shot and
0: Well, oh, they got boy. into it with James Johnson the last time they played, remember? Yeah,
1: I know, but that's my thing. I'm like joking about it. they moved on from James scared them too much last game. So they're like, hey, we yeah. can't talk to James this game. To leave him alone. They're telling each other before the game. And so they try to move on to Luca and Luca's not gonna take that crap either. And yeah.
0: Yep. Not Have
1: fun, be. Martin twins.
0: Not gonna say it. Have fun, guys. Have fun in Charlotte. Have fun <laughs> well, no. Have fun with that win streak. Didn't last long.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say anything about char I actually enjoy this team. I well, like watching this team.
0: Poor one out for Gordon Hayward. The guy got hurt again. I mean, just.
1: I don't even know what happened.
0: It was after that block Luca had on him on the baseline. And then Gordon Hayward like, fell out of bounds. And then all of a sudden you didn't see him on screen anymore. And he was just gone the rest of the game. And yeah, I don't know what happened to him. But.
1: All right. Last but not least. Shout out. <laughs> one more thing. Ty- Tyler Bay making his NBA debut.
0: Hey. He was I a minus five in one minute. I thought he was going to oh well. hit that hook shot he took. I, thought I did too, and on. the bench
1: got hyped about it, but it didn't go in. Love that guy. I want him to see some garbage time minutes.
0: Love it, love it. There you go. Guys, we'll be back with more tomorrow. All all the talk about James Harden trade, how it affects the Dallas Mavericks, what it means talk for, PJ Tucker. for all the teams involved. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom. See ya. And here's the steal by Luca out of the open court for the Phenom. It was the bitch giving him a hard time for not dunking? It. Is
1: that what <laughs> I see over there? I, I think you're. I think I, you're I, onto something. I don't blame Luca. Save your energy. <laughs>